Musician Sam Wayman creates music influenced by his activism. The singer talked with BPR's Jose Sandoval ahead of his performance tonight at Warren Wilson College. Jose asked Wayman about his views on racial conflict in modern America. It's a virus. Hatred, Jim Crow, KKK, discrimination, it's a disease. And like any disease, its sole purpose is to destroy. The name of my album is Purpose. Hatred is a cancer, and it needs to be eradicated. And what is the vaccine for that? Communication, understanding, patient, not patience in the sense of the word of being weak or not of being non-responsive, but patience in that if you're going to make a change, everything takes time. And my music and my art is to bring to the forefront that understanding. We have a reason for being here. We are to right the things that are wrong. That, to me, is our purpose. And I intend to blow that horn as far and as loud as I can. That's why I named the album Purpose. That's my purpose. When I was marching in Philadelphia, Mississippi, when I went to jail with Martin Luther King in Philadelphia doing a black postal, postal uh, workers' strike, it opened up my the pores of my soul. I knew that I could not stand by and not do something. I knew then that my talent, the gift that I have, because I've been playing since I was three years old, and there was a reason for me to be given that gift. Wayman came from a large musical family, which included a famous sibling, Nina Simone. I asked him how he became a musician. I have to tell you, when you say the word, when I became a musician, I don't know what you mean by that. Like I said, I started playing when I was three. So I don't know about when I, I became that when I was born. I'm not a learned musician. I've learned to master my talent. But I have no clue intellectually, I can only say spiritually and creatively, at three years old, I was playing a piano. Sam and Nina share a musical upbringing that led to intense fame for Nina. He says being in a steady figure in her always evolving orbit was a powerful and sometimes challenging role. I was her organist, her confidant, her best friend, and most importantly, I was her brother. I was family. Nina is nine years older than me. But the reason that um, I was with my sister was because she asked for me in Philadelphia when I was uh, in college there and playing. She needed family. She she was lonely for a family closeness. And she knew that I was the only one out of the other brothers and sisters who could connect to the craziness of being an artist. And she didn't trust anyone except me. That's not an ego statement. Everyone knows Nina Simone did not trust anyone. And when I joined the band, the band the band members were so happy that I came on board. They said, thank God you're here because they can take some of the heat off of us because we're tired of being the recipient of so much of her uh, uh, moodiness and her attitude. That's because she was she was yearning for for closeness and understanding and somebody to understand her. Nina and I went through the civil rights movement together a lot, a long, long journey. 
So she knew that I understood that beyond words. It was quite emotional. It was um, frustrating, but joyful because we had an opportunity to spread the word. If you see a wrong, try to make it right. My mother stood up for that. She was a black minister. And of course, back in those days in the church, they didn't believe in women being preachers. So she had a fight ahead of us. I think that's where my sisters got their DNA from. (laughs) Nina got it definitely from my mom. I have a legacy that I'm proud of. Everyone has a legacy. I'm going to spread the word of my legacy as far as I can. I am sad to say, however, that I just buried my last living sister, Frances, about three months ago. So there are no more brothers and sisters except myself. But now that I'm alone, I think I have been given even a greater sense of of strength and purpose and determination. Wayman says he wants to use his sense of purpose to advance not only his personal legacy, but the legacies of his family to contribute to a greater history. I got a lot of work to do, man. Still, I'm not tired. It's taken me a while to realize that I am the last one. To all the people who have lost someone, you, you all know what I mean. You don't have to be the last of, of any clan to feel what I'm saying. But I have my memories, and I think the best thing that one can do to grace the the wonderful experience that one has with one family members who have moved on is to remember them. That's it. That's the history. This is Black History Month, you know. At least Black pe- people of color, all of us, we've been given one month out of 12 to celebrate Black History Month. And I appreciate that. But to me, every second, every minute of my day is Black History Month. As long as I'm breathing, it's Black History Month, not just February. And I implore all of us to think of it that way. There's no such thing as a moment, one moment of Black history. Do you realize this country was founded on the backs of people of color? I think it's important that everyone knows their history. Find out who you are so you know where you're going. Find out what you're made of. Be proud of that. In addition to his musical work, Sam Wayman has been an activist in the civil rights movement for decades, something he did for many years on a national and international stage with his sister. Nina Simone passed away in 2003. Sam says the final conversation they had before her death set his course. She called me this particular morning, and your brothers and sisters can tell when there's something wrong or not right with the other sibling. It's a sense. And I knew something was wrong. And I didn't always call her Nina. I called her Eunice. Not everybody was allowed to do that. She called me, and I could tell something wasn't right. And she said, hello, Sam. (laughs) I said, hello, Nina. Then she said, Sam? (laughs) I could tell something was wrong. Okay, Eunice, what's wrong? What's the matter? She didn't say anything. There was like silence. I said, Eunice, what is it? And she said, Sam? And she didn't finish the sentence. I knew something was wrong. Sam, if I hand you the torch, brother, will you take it? I knew instantly what she meant. I paused. I said, yes. 
And then there was a sigh of relief in her voice. Like, thank you. I, I was hoping you would say that. I kind of knew you would, but I had to ask. She said, thank you, Sam. I love you, my man. And I said, I love you too. That was the last time I spoke to her. But I knew that that was my goodbyes to her. You know what I mean? It wasn't a whole fanfare. Uh, um, I knew what she meant, and she knew I knew what she meant. And so everything that I'm doing now is not because she just asked me to carry the torch. What she meant was the legacy. Sam continues to carry the torch of Nina's legacy. Part of his work is on stage. And he spoke about what it means to return to the stage near his birthplace of Tryon, North Carolina. It will be uh, an experience for me because, Jose, I will tell you, this is the first time I've been back here to do a concert full circle. And, 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 uh, and I can't remember when. So to come back to my home state to, uh, an hour away from where I was born, come on. That's a purpose. <laughs> that's, and that's what gives me joy. I have come full circle. Born here 80 years ago, and here I am back again putting on a concert in my home state in western North Carolina. Come on, that's powerful to me. And I look forward to it, and I'm very excited about it. It's going to be magical. Here we go. You say because I'm black, I totally jump back, Jack. Well, hell no, Jim Crow. Ooh, I don't go for that. For BPR News, I'm Jose Sanovala. Cause, you got to go.